If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. with some defunct multinational banks on the continent to boost various economies. We want to be like other countries. The General has responded to this and in a statement released, uh, the uh, Office of the Attorney General and Ministry of Justice uh, has observed many of the so-called high-profile criminal cases trespasses permissible limits of the free speech unduly interferes with the work of state prosecutors performing their constitutional function. The Attorney General respectfully remind Ghanaians of the principle of equality of all persons before the law enshrined in Article 17.1 of the Constitution. No person living in Ghana, citizen or non-citizen, is above the laws of Ghana or immune from an application of same. The Attorney General's constitutional responsibility for the initiation and conduct of all prosecution of criminal offences implies a duty to prosecute a crime committed in Ghana after proper investigations have been conducted, irrespective of the political race, color, ethnic, religion, economic, or social status of the culprit. Attorney General's assisting that the state attorneys assisting the attorney general in the performance of this hallowed constitutional mandate operate under extreme pressure and are exposed to severe risk the attorney general finally cautions that no immunity is conferred by a person's position in parliament the judiciary traditional authority the bar or any official position from the consequences of an interference in the administration of justice or an attempt to overreach a judgment to be delivered by the court in any matter we must respect due process and is signed by the Attorney General Godfred Yabuadame, his Attorney General and Minister for Justice. We can now go to Parliament where James Jachukwes and his Asin North MP elect his swearing in is underway. My colleague Kwekwa uh, Sante, who is parliamentary correspondent, has joined us with more. Kwekwa Sante, tell us what exactly is happening in the House as we speak. So Aisha proceedings is here to commence. We've seen a number of NPP, NDC MPs come in in their white, as you can see there in your shot. I mean, really ready for the swearing into place. And quite um, in an unprecedented fashion, we've seen the former president also come in. The last time there was a similar swearing in of that sort, uh, there was no such high profile dignitaries here. But today, the former president, together with his running mates in the 2020 election, have all come in now and they are waiting in the speaker's lobby. So you can see the a sea of white. That is the NDC MPs. If you turn the camera a little around and you go to the NPP side, there are almost no NPP MPs there. There is only the majority chief with Frank Anodon who is seated. So, and there are a number of um, 
other MPP MPs also. One of them I can see at the back, the former chief tenancy minister. But it's all about the NDC MPs today who are just waiting for the Speaker of Parliament to come in, govern the House in session. And at that point, we, expected, we expect that Jackie Christine will now be ushered in and he will be sworn in. That is the specifics of what we have been able to get. If you look at the other paper, the specifics of the swearing-in has all been, now been displayed. Clearly, today, Jackie Christine will take his seat back in the chamber. This is where he used to be until the Supreme Court knew that his election was a nullity. And so he will the second time he has taken the oath and he will take back the seat, which will make the numbers in parliament back to parity. 137 apiece and the independent MP standing in between the two sides. He has decided to focus with the majority side. So Aisha, that is a lowdown in parliament today. Any moment from now, we expect the Speaker of Parliament to come in, cover the House in session, and uh, among the first order of business, apart from the prayers that will be said, will be the swearing of Jackie Kwesin to become a new member of parliament. We know that today he is expected to be in court, for instance, for his route to continue. I have incited him here. I haven't seen him anywhere around the precincts of parliament today, but the indication is that he's going to come in, he's going to take his oath, he's going to resume his duties as member of parliament from what we have seen. If you look up there in the uh, observers gallery, you will see a number of observers who have come in there to witness the investiture of the former NDC MP, who is now the MP elect. And we expect that he will come in anytime soon now, and the uh, speaker of parliament will swear him in. Had, for instance, from the majority uh, chief whip, uh, uh, for the empty seats you see at the majority side. It is expected that they will all come in to witness this investiture. The last time there was a swearing in of the NPP and the, the NDC MPs were present, and this election is the NPP MPs will come in. But as of now, of the 138 NPP MPs, only two of them are on the floor. The majority chief whip, Frank Another Bread, and the MP for Hunter West, Benesa the former chief MC minister. They are the only two NPP MPs in the NPP pews in the Chamber of Parliament. If you look on the NDC side, it's almost a full house. Almost all of them are in. There are a few MPs who are expected to come in to complement their numbers. I've, I've gone to the, the, the car park. It seems like a full house. A lot of a lot of cars are available. The leadership on the minority side are not seated yet, but it's expected that they will all also come in very shortly and that proceedings will begin so that Jatikwesi will take his seat and then normal business will proceed. We expect some questions and answers, some questions standing in the name of some minority MPs having to do with the finance minister Kerry for Yata. These are questions that have been on the other people for a number of weeks now. And today finally we expect that the minister will respond to these questions. But the biggest business today in Parliament clearly will be the swearing of Jatikwesi. And as you will see the NDC MPs in their white clearly ready for this occasion. Yeah, we picked uh, rumors that the majority is planning to boycott this event. Is this a signal you're picking, especially with the empty seats from the majority side? That, that is not uh, an information I'm getting at all, because the majority chief whip, who is in charge of whipping their members to come, is actually seated here. So the expectation is that the NPP MPs will come. When I came into the chamber, I saw a number of them who are exchanging pleasantries with their NDC colleagues. Um, the Okaikui Central MP, Patrick Wama. I saw the Deputy Communications Minister, Amak Mabwatin. There were a number of them who are around, who have stepped out there. We do not have any such indications that the NDP and intend to boycott this occasion. That is not at all 
any signal that we have picked. That 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 is not something we know. But we expect that they will come in when the Speaker of Parliament takes the seat. They will come in, and this this swearing will take place, and then normal parliamentary business will continue. The number of key government business that must be done today. I don't, I'm not sure to be in the interest of the government side to boycott this business because the articulation will be swearing. What, what other business will the House be conducting aside the swearing-in of the MP-elect? So mainly, there are some questions that are standing in the name of some MPs having to do with the finance minister. The finance minister is expected to answer questions about government indebtedness to Smith and a host of other such questions, about nine of them standing in the name of MPs for finance minister Kero Furiata to answer. Like I said earlier, these questions have been on the other paper for some weeks now, and it's expected that today those questions will be answered. But the swearing appears to have taken the spotlight, and after that is done, it's expected that the other business will take their normal course. Koko Asante is our parliamentary affairs correspondent who we'll definitely uh, bring you sights and sounds from parliament as and when this event happens. We'll definitely also bring you updates on all the business that's going to be conducted in parliament. It is a 76 kilometer road that successive governments have promised to fix, yet none has lived up to expectation. That stretch is in a deplorable condition, replete with potholes and gullies. In today's edition of Ghana Potholes Exhibition, Upper West correspondent Rafik Salam tells the story of the Hunt Tumu Road. The Warren Tumu Road project for over 30 years has been on the budget of every government that has ruled this country. All governments in the Fourth Republic have quite sought for at least a portion of the road to be constructed. The irony, however, is that none has been able to complete the 142 kilometers road. Joseph Quanton started using the road at a tender age some 70 years ago, attended Laura Middle Borden. I attended Laura Middle Borden. That was from 1961 to 65. And 